button number two. Ah, Board Wrestling Fan Radio is on the air. Very, very slowly on the air. <laughs> it's weird, man. My computer that's running Windows XP that's, like, ancient is running fine. But my computer that I usually run the show on is running slow as shit. I am Think So Joe along with Mark and G. Konnichiwa. Yes, G managed to uh, catch uh, Wrestle Kingdom 9 this morning. I've only seen about a quarter of it so far. I tried to watch it, but I could not find a copy of it after the fact. <laughs> I could only just find an, an English version. It was buffering as I was making my dinner. I, I didn't have any you. problems finding it. You guys got to tell you to get on the G Network, yo. Well, that's why I'm I posted. That's why I posted in the group to ask uh, to mention that I couldn't find it on the G network. I posted After, a ton of links in the you, group. So. You, you did, but that was for watching it live. <laughs> yeah, I was asleep yeah, I, I by two o'clock in the morning. I just watching the the never open weight match. That was when I just watched. Let's see how long it takes me to get to the group page on on, our, on Facebook. And I love that Maccabee. I think it was came out to the immigrant song. That was just, that was nice. The only thing I watched this morning wrestling related was I watched CZW Cage of Death 16, which aired like almost three weeks ago, uh, because our guest on today's show is going to be Black G's, the CZW world champion. How about that? I uh, got to watch his match, the which was the Cage of Death match. I tell you, I, I I don't watch a lot of CZW, and uh, that match. I've <laughs> heard enough to know that a cage of death match may actually end in a death. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't. To be completely honest with you, <laughs> let's get our phone line up and running so our uh, guest can call in today. Because you know nothing's working. <laughs> I, I was up at like six this morning, and then it's like, okay, I'm gonna go back to, uh, you know, I'm gonna go back to sleep for a little while. My wife set her alarm for one o'clock. One o'clock, she's like, I hit the snooze button. Like, okay, cool. And she got up at like quarter after. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll get up in five minutes. She said, like, okay, just turn the alarm off when you get up. And the the alarm never went back off. She woke me up like ten minutes before we we're supposed to be on the air. Like, hey, you know, it's almost 2 o'clock. Like, are you, like, what, huh? Oh, shit, I better get up, <laughs> you know? So I get up, and I'm, like, rushing to just grab a drink and get in here, and then my freaking computer freezes up on me. It's running okay right at the moment, so hopefully we'll be all right to get through the show. Which is episode 159. I know I didn't mention it. <laughs> So you say Wrestle Kingdom was good? What I've seen so far has been pretty great. Yeah, G can talk more about how amazing all of it is. Um, I fuck the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> I I give it uh, a one dead Vince McMahon anytime soon. Please, God help us all. Out of uh, one dead Vince McMahon, <laughs> please die soon. God help us all. <laughs> 
I was not bored at any point during the entire show. I enjoyed every single match, some more than others, sure. Um, I realized people listening to this possibly plan on watching it later, so I, I don't want to spoil you with outcomes and things like that, even though a couple have <clears throat> already been, Mark. But nonetheless... Well, I didn't spoil anything. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mentioned entrance music. Uh, that's, that's, you know, some people uh, might get upset about that. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, I. It's just some, him where he comes out to some shitty music. Oh no, I've well, spoiled Raw. <laughs> that's the WWE. But nonetheless, um, yeah, you can't, you can't go wrong here. If, if you watch this and you, you're not enjoying at least 50% of it, because I know not everybody's the same taste. Um, but if you don't, you probably aren't a wrestling fan anymore and you should, uh, re- reevaluate. Sorry, folks, but uh, I'm gonna go out and say that like this is this is how it should be done in 2015. There's just I have no criticisms. There I was go. I was going to uh, I was sitting around last night and I, I was watching some old uh, old Royal Rumbles, not not like ancient ones, not like you know hacksaw Jim Duggan winning, you know, but you know a couple of years ago, and uh, I'm I'm looking at my phone and I'm like. You know, how can I watch Wrestle Kingdom? And it says you can watch on any cable system. Like, awesome! I have Time Warner. That's cool. I could, I could do that. You can, you know, order it on the Flips app on on your Android device. Like, I could do that, but that, you know, that that really sucks to all gather around a phone or a tablet to watch a show. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm like, how much is it? Okay, it's thirty five bucks. And I know you you sent us some uh, helpful online uh sources to uh where, where you could uh, uh obtain the program in question and that wouldn't have worked out to watch on tv either but i ended up going to bed at like 11 so it was like i guess i'll watch this in the morning i'll find a way to watch it and i couldn't find a way to watch it which was good because this morning I was like, okay, I really need to research this dude that's coming on the show today because I don't even know how to... Is it BLK G's? Is it Book G's? Is it Black G's? I don't know. <laughs> so I had to go and uh, had to go and uh, you know do a little research, watch the uh, CZW Cage of Death match where he won the uh, world title there, which was insane because he beat the guy with a weed whacker to the chest. <laughs> like, okay, that's... Uh, uh, it's not uh, stuff I would normally watch, but all right. <laughs> so uh, when because, is he coming on? Uh, probably about five minutes. I, I think. So I, I don't know. Time. He's calling us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Uh, but uh, you guys might know him better as Sabian. He wrestled in uh, TNA for uh, at least one episode. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Also on uh, on SmackDown, which which was the one thing I knew about him when I woke when I woke up this morning. This guy was Brian Hardy's tag team partner on that episode of SmackDown when they when they faced Ryback, and was also on the night uh, on the Impact the night before where Taylor Hendricks made her debut that we always talk about on this show. <laughs> so that was kind of it's like okay, so I got to find out more about this guy. I got to see this Cage of Death match at least and see what that's all about. He was one of the guys who lost in Ryback's initial two-on-one push. Right, right, exactly. And uh, he, but 
yeah, I watched this cage of death, right? And they got this big yellow cage up around the ring. It's it's almost like the big blue cage WWE used to have, except the like it's not big steel bars. It's like like uh, rubber covered wire, and uh, they have these big black bags hanging up above the ring with weapons in them, so the guys can climb up. And there's like glass all over the place too. So it's like, okay, that's kind of insane. <laughs> but uh hey man this is a more power to this guy he's a he's a good worker but uh, i guess we'll find out more about him in a few minutes i got a question if john cena could have just jumped in the ring and nailed seth rollins when he was bouncing off the ropes to give edge the curb stomp why did he bring back the authority <laughs> if he could have just saved edge anyway that make any sense to anybody that's not a more pressing concern as why the hell were they backstage? Yeah, that's that's true. They're not even supposed to be there. They couldn't resist getting out. I don't mind so much they came back. It's just that they came back right there and then. Yeah. Uh, My DVR didn't even record SmackDown. My DVR is like, oh, fuck, the authority's back. Fuck that shit. <laughs> no, it's because they changed the name. Time. They changed the name. Your DVR. There was actually a, a news alert about that. Oh. They changed the name officially to just back to WWE SmackDown, so your DVR doesn't recognize it anymore. Oh, okay. They're, per- they're getting ready to uh, move I, back. I, to I might have days. put it in the news. I don't remember. Um, it was would have been too late for you anyway because it it was like yesterday news. Um, they're getting ready for the big move. They're just going with that generic SmackDown. I'm sure because obviously it's not going to be airing and. Thursday at every market. I think Australia gets it even earlier than the U.S. does right now. I don't know how that affects them. And of course, we'll have it on Wednesday. And Mark will have it on the U.K. version of the network. <laughs> so nah, he won't have to. Get that. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, think, I think of Mark every time I play WWE Supercard waiting on network. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It just adds a whole other layer of humor to that. <laughs> it does. It's great. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I was sitting here watching this, uh, watching this Cage of Death earlier. I go on Twitter, um, and uh, one of my one of my friends posted uh, the screen grab. I guess they're doing another one of those Road to Glory events this week, coming up on Thursday, and it's like, no, let me have a fucking life. <laughs> I still haven't gone back since I got that page card I was playing for. Oh man. I can win now, but now I don't want to play. Yeah, well, the, this this uh, you basically start trying to get a common card, and then you you keep like as you win you and get points, uh, almost like the uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the people's champion mode, where you can choose you can get one, three, or five points from your match if you win. Yeah, as you get points. You get cards, and you can get all the way up to like survivor cards, like the, the best cards in the game. And out of the last one, I got like a legendary Eric Rowan was the uh, best card I managed to get. I was so close to the survivor sting, but I couldn't get it. <laughs> legendary Eric Rowan, huh? Legendary <laughs> Eric Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> Only when you're talking about WWE Supercard is that going to be a, uh, <laughs> a thing. <laughs> no, actually, Raw was actually pretty good. Raw it wasn't was great, but a lot of really it was good. actually it was probably more entertaining than anything they've had on in about uh, a year. I'll agree. I you know, 
loving that show actually until right at the end as we've mentioned yeah there are, I mean there were spots I could have done without it's three hours I mean what are you gonna do right it's fucking three hours but you know I, I, I felt the majority of the show that was good um, obviously didn't include Nikki Bella it, it was more about the guys on the mic um, kind of a bummer to see Miz and Miz Dow losing oh. so quickly and here comes the phone call where's the thing there it is Hello, Hello caller. Hello. Hello. This is Black G's? Yeah. Black G's, welcome. You're on the air with Board Wrestling Fan. How are you doing today? Pretty good, man. How you doing? I'm all right, man. I watched your uh, Cage of Death match this morning where you won the CZW World title. Congratulations. Thanks, man. Thanks. I appreciate that. What you think of it, man? Oh, man, that was, that was, that was, uh, that was a little crazy. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you, you a fan of deathmatch wrestling or, or no? Uh, I'll be honest with you, man. That was the first CZW match I've ever watched in its entirety. Okay. <laughs> so, a little, uh, I mean, it was, it was what I expected from CZW, but I, I didn't expect the weed whacker. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, so, uh, you, you, so with CZW, you're not really a big fan of it or what's, what's your, what was your thoughts of CZW going into it? I to be honest with you, like everything I've heard of CZW, I think light tubes, and I think uh, you know, it, it, I I always thought violence for the sake of violence, as opposed to violence for the sake of sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. And I kind of went into it, uh, you know, like okay, well, you know, I, let me give this a chance because I got I got Black G's coming on the show. I want to at least see something that he's doing, and I, I see this match, and it's like okay, this. This is crazy. It's insane, but these guys can work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it, man. I mean, I mean, that's understandable. A lot of people, not a fan of deathmatch wrestling. A lot of people had a had a thoughts on CZW going into it because, like, honestly, a lot of people got a lot of negative thoughts towards CZW. But when you really just sit down and 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 just give it a chance to take a look at the overall product, like these days, it's not just about deathmatch wrestling. It's um, you got deathmatch wrestling. You have um, hot flying. You have different different elements to the CZW product so I think like again when people take a chance to like watch an entire show they uh they 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 come out of it with a different perspective on it than they did going in yeah now how much I mean that that that's got to be crazy on your body though those death matches like that yeah the thing is I don't I don't normally do death matches like um I'll watch them I'm honestly not a fan of doing them you know what I mean but uh as far as like how the story was going with my character and the company, I mean, it called for it, so I did it. You know what I mean? And I did it for the in, the entertainment of of the people that's 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 paying to come to the shows and everything like that. You know. Um, but like, yeah, uh, I know a lot of guys that that really um, death matches are their specialty, and it really takes a toll on their body. You know what I'm saying? So like, I can respect the guys that go out and do it, but again, I'm not a fan of doing them. You know, um, I do them when it when when it calls for it. As crazy as that sounds, but you know, um, we all go out there with with, with with trunks on and stuff like that. So you, you know what I mean. So yeah. we all do everything we do for the entertainment of, of the fans. Uh, I saw at one point the guy was trying to staple the sticker to your forehead. It took him like three or four times, man. <laughs> bleeding everywhere. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I mean, when your adrenaline is going, man, you know, you do all types of craziness, and you 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 don't feel it until the next day. Next day, you wake up in pain and wondering, why did I do that? What's wrong with me? But, you know, it all goes with the territory. Uh, you had been there for about uh, for about 10 years, and you, yeah. you, that was your first uh, win for the world title, yeah? 
Yes, yeah, like over the whole my whole time there, I think um, that was maybe only my third time getting a shot at the world title. Um, so yeah, I've been there for a long time, man. Uh, I pretty much accomplished everything in CZW aside from winning the world title and winning tournament of death. That's something I'm never going to do. I'm not interested in being in a tournament of death, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> But the world title is the only thing that I haven't accomplished in the company. So, you know, I'm not accomplished that. You know, it's a, it's a pretty cool feeling once it um, once it happens. So, so, I mean, like, I don't mean to take away, like, the magic of it or anything, but how much of that glass is real? Like, that can't be real, right? No, no, the glass is real. The oh, glass sh- is real. Damn. Um, <laughs> it's not much you can fake with glass. I mean, like, like honestly, man, I mean, I know there's this. You can have, like, a, I guess it would be called, like, a movie glass. I don't know what it's really called, but that was real glass in there. You know what I mean? And oh, man. <laughs> I just went in there, tried, like, like man, like, I tried to be as safe as possible. Like, I didn't want to get injured. I didn't want to injure anybody else. And I didn't want to be the guy that goes in there and gets glass in my eye or something like that. Right. You know what I'm so I was trying to be as safe as possible. You don't want to be the guy going in the cage of death and actually dying. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's now. Let's talk about uh, in the past. How how did you get started in pro wrestling? What what inspired you and uh, and where'd you go to get started? Um, it was something that I always wanted to do. I started watching it when I was real young. Started watching it with my grandmother, and uh, like that was really something I was really interested in doing. And um, like once uh, once I started like like I, I like when I was younger, I liked you know I was a Hulk Hogan fan. And uh, then once I started watching, like, the NWA, I was a big Horseman fan. And, um, like, I always liked the bad guys, you know. And, uh, like, as time went on, once WCW had, like, all the cruiserweights getting they shine, I enjoyed that. And um, watching New Japan wrestling back when, like, Liger and Benoit and Takaiwa and Otani and all those guys was was on top. That's what really made me want to do it. So then um, I went to... I went. I got trained at a place in Philly that's not even around anymore. Um, I got trained there, and then as I went on, I just started learning from different people, you know. And then uh, I just stuck with it. Like, like my family thought it was just like a phase I was going through, but I just stuck with it, and you know, I just to this day I still enjoy it, you know. All right, and uh, so so how'd you get your first break? Who who let you get your first match and get your first break? Uh, my first match was for a place called, man, I think it was like something like high powered wrestling in like New Jersey somewhere. <laughs> so like, uh, like my first couple years, I was just wrestling like real small independent companies. And then, um, like, uh, I saw CZW and I always wanted to go there. Like way back then, like, like, um, CZW was the indie that I wanted to go to because it, like if you uh go back to indie wrestling way back, it was like it was there was like in my area there was like CZW and nothing else really. It was it was before Ring of Honor started, and um, it's way different than how it is now. So like CZW was the place that I wanted to get in. So then uh, I started going down to CZW, showing my face at their school, and then eventually Zandig um had a, had an opportunity for me and Joker and a couple other guys. And we started uh, doing CZW shows. Then we stuck with it, and then uh, we just became regulars with CZW to this day. 
So like like I like CZW would be like the first place that I got like my 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 break, you know, if you want to call it that. It's cool, man, that you won the title. Then that's <laughs> so cool. Thanks. Um, let's see. So you did CZW. You started in uh, 2004, CZW? May yeah, of 2004. I started wrestling in 2000. But like I said, like, like the first couple, first few years, I wasn't even wrestling all that all that much because, like, with indies, like, an indie company will start up, they'll have a couple shows, and then they'll fold. So um, I think, uh, like, I, I became regular in CZW in, like, I think 2003, 2004. So it's been a long time ago. Yeah, and you've uh, you've also done uh, you've all, you've been on WWE, you've been on TNA. I, I, in fact, I think I read that you were on both in the same week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy, man. <laughs> in fact, I uh, when I looked you up, the first thing I saw was a picture of you on SmackDown, and I recognized the guy with you is is a friend of mine, Brian Hardy, was your tag right. team partner. You guys went up against Ryback, which means you were also on the same episode of TNA that Taylor Hendricks debuted. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Which you know, we always tell the story on here that Taylor was gonna be on our show and she bailed and Brian took her place. <laughs> so that's Oh yeah. Yeah, and they she debuted that night and he was on SmackDown the next night and it was you know, crazy story, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh you know, um <laughs> I'm like completely unprepared, man, and I'm so sorry. I was oh, meaning no, to get cool, up earlier. Man, it's, cool. It's, it's cool, man. We'll get through it. You know, it's all good. I uh, I was planning on getting up earlier than I did, but <laughs> yeah, it's all good. So tell me about Blackout. You and you and Ruckus formed Blackout. Okay, so um, with Blackout, the way Blackout started was at the time, uh, Robbie Marino was was a ring was a ring announcer and. Ruckus was at a point in CZW where he needed something fresh. So Zandig put them together, and uh, he pretty much transferred. They, they transformed um, Robbie Marino from being, like, a clean-cut white guy to being, like, a hood dude. You know what I'm saying? So but at the same time, um, when that happened, me and Joker, we we just knew to CZW. And Zandig knew that, that, uh, that me and Joker and Ruckus were friends outside of wrestling. So he decided to just throw us all together and see if it would work so we all clicked right from the beginning and then once blackout started it was something different from what what cgw was doing normally you know what i'm saying so like our characters was real uh were real relatable to the fan base so it took off real quick and for a long time like blackout was was the was the biggest act in cgw and you know what i'm saying like uh we took blackout to a bunch of different bunch of different indie companies all over we we did blackout all over the states uh over in canada um we did some traveling we we went to italy germany different places man and um like like blackout was like a real big staple in the history of cbw all right and i saw you wear the t-shirt on the cage of death is that still together is that still something you're doing nah not at all Um, like blackout (laughs) like blackout ended in cbw like a while ago like honestly, it, like in CZW, it ran its course. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it wasn't really like it, like right now. There's really no uh, no no creative stories for Blackout to do in CZW. So it was time for Blackout to take a back seat. But as far as um, Cage of Death, me wearing the Blackout shirt, you know what I'm saying? That was uh, that was my shout out to my group because uh, like with Blackout, 
Like, we've won all the titles in CZW. Like, Eddie Kingston had the world title in CZW. Ruckus had the world title in CZW about three times. So I wore that Blackout shirt just, you know what I'm saying, as a shout-out to Blackout, to shout-out to, to everybody that's been in Blackout, you know what I'm saying, and uh, winning the world title. That was the icing on the cake. So that just put, like, Blackout, three members of Blackout won the world title. Me and Ruckus won the tag titles together. Uh, Joker and Kingston won the tag titles together. Me and Robbie Marino had the tag titles together. Uh, I had the junior title. Ruckus had the junior title. Me, Joker, and Ruckus, we won best of the best. So, like, Blackout is historic. Like, we legendary in CZW. So, again, that Blackout shirt was just was a shout-out to Blackout. All right, cool. Uh, you also wrestled in uh, Chikara for a little while. Were you were you doing both? Were you doing Chikara and CZW or just Chikara? No, I was doing both. I was doing both. And, uh, like, yeah, I, I spent a lot of time in, in Chikara, and it was, like, during my early days. So, like, um, I, I learned a lot in Chikara. It's like that Lucha style that, like, um, I was really into I was really into the Lucha Libre style more so back then than I am now. But I had some fun times at, um, at Chikara. It was a fun time. Um, I don't really follow the product these days. I, I don't really know what's going on with Chikara. But, like, back then it was a real fun time for me, a real, real learning experience. I see you were uh, you were involved in some stories with uh, the guy that's now Cesaro, Claudio Castagnoli, in both <laughs> CZW yeah. and Shakara. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I've been in the ring with uh, with uh, Cesaro when he was uh, Claudio Castagnoli. I've been in there with him a whole bunch of time, like when him and Chris Hero were were a team. Um, we had a lot of battles in Shakara and CZW, and like uh, those two, they was. Um, more experience than me so like I learned a lot from them at the time man so like uh, like um it's good to see that 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 uh Claudio ended up going to WWE because he definitely deserved it and uh Hero had his time there in uh in developmental and I, I think he would have done well on the main roster you know but uh like it was some good times being in the ring with both of those dudes yeah I actually just saw Hero after he got released to I forgot who he wrestled some guy on my <laughs> local show. But, you know. Yeah, I actually, I just saw him. Um, I just did a show in Ohio, Rockstar Pro, out in Dayton, Ohio. Like, um, if anybody in the Dayton, Ohio area needs to check out Rockstar Pro, yeah, it's a real good company. Um, I just saw him, and uh, like he's always, um, he's always a real motivating dude, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and uh, him and Jake Chris had a real, real good main event. So it's always good to see. It's always good to see that dude, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you you started your career. You were uh, you were Sabian, right, right? And and then you changed your name to Black G's. When when did you do that? And uh, and why did that come about? All right. So, like with the name Sabian, it worked for a while. But then at the same time, Chris Sabian was also on the scene. You know what I'm saying? So right. a lot of times, when when I would watch the DVDs, like the commentators would really like butcher my name and <laughs> they would say Saban stuff like that it got to the point where like, it was just too much confusion you know and um like I started using Black Jesus as a nickname so it was Black Jesus Saban so then you know like time went on I was like you know what I'm just gonna rebrand myself as Black Jesus you know like it's me like that, it, to me, it's a better name. It's better. It's more marketable to me. It, it's just a better fit than going around saying it's. It's a better fit than being called Fabian. And then that's pretty much the whole story. Because after, because after people kept butchering the name, I was like, you know what, man, I'm gonna just change it up altogether. 
and just uh, go with something different. And again, man, I think it's it's a better fit for me. Any particular reason for the spelling? What black G's? Yeah, the, the BLK. It's, yeah. Uh, it's just just something different. Just something different. You know. Um, like I, I I'm I always want to be different from everybody else. You know, and just BLK it stands out better. You know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you get that Run DMC style shirt too, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. It's always it's always good to be different, go a different route than what everybody else is doing. Yeah, definitely. You can't, uh, you know, if you just tune in and you see a guy with, you know, it's all the same as everybody else. Well, you can pay attention to that guy. You're absolutely right. Yep. So, how did it come about that you ended up in WWE and TNA in the same week? Okay, so um, uh, I got contacted by WWE office to do extra work and um, at the same time like I had been in contact with TNA and uh, WWE contacted me first they they um, contacted me for a couple of dates and uh, actually like I, I was at WWE the first day and uh, I got a message from TNA office about the uh, about the uh, their tapings I think the next week so then um, I just got booked on that. And the way it happened was uh, SmackDown is taped on a Tuesday. So they showed it. However it worked out, like, uh, SmackDown is taped. So it ended up being when they aired it, it was, like, in the same week as the TNA airing. The TNA deal was, was live. So it just ended up falling in the same week or so. Something like that, however it happened. But that's how it happened, you know. Um, I got contacted by both companies. They presented me with an opportunity, and I took it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it was it was a real fun time, man. I had, I had a good time at both companies. That's cool, man. That is, you never hear that that somebody's at the WWE show, work at the WWE show, and they get the call from TNA to go there. To the yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. While you're there, that's crazy. That's <laughs> yeah, because what it is is you know when you when you do extra work, you're there the whole day, and like during the day. You know, you 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 working out in the ring and all the different agents and everybody see what you're doing. And we took a break, you know. Um, and I, I went in the locker room, turned my phone on just to just to, um see if I had any messages or whatever. Turned my phone on, had a message from TNA, contacted them, and then we just uh, worked out the date, and uh, that was that. It's cool. They gave you a better name than WWE did too. I'm looking at this. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> uh, were- yeah, I, I I think I remember hearing that uh, like. Like the names that they were giving guys was just like a, a rib on some of the office guys. Like that's what I heard. <laughs> like like the name that they gave me was like somebody's name that works in like the office or whatever. I don't know if it's true or not, but <laughs> that's what I heard. But yeah, that was a pretty weird name. Yeah, w- WWE gave you Jared Watchler. That's <laughs> yeah, Jared. <laughs> Did they tell you what it was before you went out, or they just announced you as that? Nah, they told me because like when you when you um. Like when we got like the, the 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 promo that we had to cut, we got that from the writers. That's right, you guys did a promo. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so like, number one, you have to say the promo word word for word what they wrote, and then it was basically like yeah, you're going to be Jared Washler, and and Brian Hardy's name was going to be I think his name was Frankie Valencia. I think that was his name. Yep. So they just gave us the name and gave us the promo, and pretty, that was that. Like you don't have any you don't have any choice in the situation. So you just go out and do what you gotta do. Just from watching you a little bit this morning, I don't. You don't seem the type of guy to me that likes to work from a script. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> but I mean, it's a different atmosphere, man. And like, if if you're in WWE, 
like I was just there as an extra, you know what I'm saying? So I don't have any say so right, exactly. straight <laughs> from the script, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> once you in WWE and you proving yourself, I'm pretty sure you can just you know what I'm saying, just say what you want or just go by bullet points. But you know, like as far as like the indies go, I operate well what you hear me say is just it's just all me. There's no script on the indies, you know. Yeah, I was watching. I saw a promo of yours uh, from before Cage of Death, where you're basically setting up the Cage of Death match. You uh, you basically said, uh, you know, hey, look at this poster. There's no black guys on this poster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what did you think of that? Like, what's your thoughts on, um, like, what, like, like the way wrestling is now? It's like real politically correct. Yeah. Like, and to me, everything is the same. Like, it's no edginess in in wrestling right now. Like, what's your thoughts on that? Are you the type that really like the politically correctness, no. or do you like <laughs> when there's an edge to when there's an edge to different? You know, you know what I mean. I really like the promo, man. I, I thought it was, you know, it's, you know, I think that the video was titled like "Black G's has a controversial statement," and I'm like, okay, let me watch this. And you know, I got the guy coming on the show. I gotta know something about, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm watching it. And it's like, whoa, did he? say that can he say that? <laughs> like, and I thought it was cool man because it is like you said it's something you don't see every day because now it's like okay you have to be politically correct you can't say these words on television mm-hmm. you know so yeah, I thought absolutely. I thought it was pretty cool man thanks man. I appreciate it man and like to me man I always I always like when, when like I said man I always like when people are different man when, when everybody is is, is like uh, presenting their character the same wrestling the same matches cutting the same promo it's boring and it doesn't separate anybody from from anybody else. You just have a bunch of guys that's pretty much the same guys, just a different name. And and like man, I do everything that that I can to just be different and catch people's attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's the best way to go. Now, how much of that was like coming from the heart, though? That promo, where you know, hey, there's nobody on this poster that looks like me. <laughs> how much of that was I'm from the heart? And... That, that, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. You know, um, everything that I say in my promos is from the heart. And the thing is, uh, when I cut my promos, whenever I have a mic and I'm talking, I, a, a lot of times it offends people and makes people uncomfortable. And I enjoy that because, like, if I'm if I'm making you if I'm making you feel something emotionally, then I'm doing the right thing because that's what you want. Pro wrestling is all about emotion and moments, and that's what I that's what I try to do every time I'm in the ring, every time I'm cutting promos, you know. And and uh, again, man, when people cut these promos where it's just a script and and not from the heart like the fan base they see that and, and like to me man like when you just like going through the motions that's that's number one it's insulting the fans intelligence and number two it's not giving people their money's worth man like um like everything you do in entertainment it's got to be from the heart so like um at, like uh i just plan to continue to doing what i'm doing as far as like bringing emotion and creating moments that people gonna remember Absolutely, man. I agree with you 100%. I mean, I'd definitely be checking out some more of your stuff. I I, uh, I enjoyed what I've seen so far. You know, like I said, that, that Cage of Death was a little <laughs> crazy compared to what I'm used to. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, like I said, man, like with CZW, um, like Cage of Death, best of the best. Best of the best is, is more so the more, uh, more um, it, it concentrates more on the wrestling aspect of CZW a lot of high flying a lot of technical wrestling like uh that best of the best each year that's that's like one of the main shows that you would want to check out that's a show where where you'll watch it 
and and you'll say and to me I think you'll say okay cool CZW definitely isn't just about death matches that's really a good uh that's the best is definitely a good show that I recommend for for anybody that's interested in CZW to check out but also cage of death you know like a lot of, again a lot of people are turned off by death matches and everything but but it's something different from what you normally see you know what I'm saying because like if everything was just completely just wrestling, 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 then it can get boring, you know? And if you just sit back and just take a look at the other stuff that's out there, it just takes it. It's just something different from from what you normally see. It's like, like I've been wrestling for a long time, man, and, like, uh, I, can't, I can't watch just wrestling. Like, if guys are just out there wrestling with no character, no personality, it's boring. You know, uh-huh. so I, I I really I really like wrestling along with character and, and 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 stories being told and everything. You know, it's just like watching a movie, man. You're not going to just watch a movie if you watch the movie and there's no character and it's not interesting characters. You're just going to turn it off. You know, exactly. And I don't want to, and I and I don't want to turn anybody off of of CZW saying how insane this Cage of Death was because I mean, if you look at the rest of the card, like I think the Wolves were on like right before you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then another thing is, man, like, um, everybody's entitled to their opinion, man. So, like, like I said earlier, man, a lot of people, they trash CZW and everything. They got a right to their opinion. That, that's fine, you know. But, uh, like, I, I'm in CZW, and I'm just saying, you know, it's not just death matches, you know. So, um, CZW has a little bit for everybody to, to take a look at, you know. And uh, I think people that'll watch it, they'll become a fan. I I enjoyed uh, what I, I like I said I watched your match but I I kind of looked at the card beforehand too just to kind of see what else was on it besides this cage of death and I saw yeah. you know names I knew I mean you know and it's not it, you know there have been names that have come from CZW too that that you know are out there right now that people love like Dean Ambrose who was a former right. CZW champion mm-hmm. yeah so, so like that right there speaks for itself you know um. Like, if you, like, you know, a lot of guys have came through CZW and went on to, you know, bigger places. So, like, again, man, that just, that's another thing that confirms that CZW isn't just about death matches, man. It's just a lot of guys on our roster that's versatile. Like, you can wrestle any style. It's a lot of good characters on CZW. And um, we got a show coming up this Saturday in, uh, in Voorhees. And, um... Like, I think, like, the roster that we have now is real strong. And, um, again, CZW has something for everybody. Absolutely. I'm looking at the card right now from, from the Cage of Death event, and uh, Pepper Parks was on there, local guy yeah. from here, with his right, wife, right. Cherry Bomb. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Dick Justice, a great big name on the indies right now. He's a, He yeah. was on that show. Uh, AR Fox, I, I saw wrestled uh, last year. Right. Awesome talent. <laughs> so, yeah, I... I will definitely be checking out another CZW event. Uh, but uh, where else are you working besides CZW? Because I know that's not the only thing you're doing right now. Um, CZW, and then like uh, whatever, whatever other indie places that pop up. I mean, honestly, man, like um, I've been again, man, I've been on indies for a long time, and there's, there's really not much more for me to prove on the indies. Like I think my my talents are better suited for companies that have TV. So in 2015, my goal is to is to be in a uh, company that has TV, whether it's Spring of Honor, whether it's TNA, whether it's Lucha Underground, um, that's where my sights are set at. 
on being on TV because, uh, like, I got a lot of talent and, you know, I just want to uh, go further than the indies, you know. I can that, see you that, on Lucha. That's what's motivating me right now to keep doing what I'm doing to get on a TV product. I could see you on Lucha Underground, man. That'd be <laughs> You'd fit right in, man. Cool, man. Cool. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Man. So, uh, I don't know. Anybody else have any questions? Yeah, I um, just I also see that CZW they they have an academy open now. Do you do you know anything about that? How that came about? Yeah, CZW Wrestling Academy has been around for a real long time. Uh, I think since like two thousand. And um, uh, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been around for a long time. Um, right now, it, it, the, it also the shows how much I, they actually do care about the wrestling product if they're also training wrestlers to yeah, actually wrestle. Definitely, and uh, like I think, um, like CW Wrestling Academy, it's a good place for people to learn. Um, to people that think you <laughs> go because of CZW, you go to learn how to swing light tubes and stuff like that. Nah, you don't. <laughs> you, you you learn your basics, your fundamentals. You learn how to cut promos. Um, any and everything that goes into learning how to be a pro wrestler. And no matter what, no matter what wrestling school you go to, you can only learn so much in a wrestling school. Where you really learn is when you're in front of a live crowd. That's where you, you, um, that's where you're gonna get comfortable and 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 really learn. You know what I'm saying? And um, like there's a bunch of different guys that go down there and help train. Like Drew Gulak and DJ Hyde are the head trainers. Um, anybody that knows Drew Gulak, he's really into technical style, European style. You know, um, Gulak is somebody that I took that I took um under my wing when he first started. I'm down there. I got like a real crazy schedule so i'm down at the cw wrestling academy as much as i can i'm down there different guys come through and uh give their perspective and help train guys so like um you learn a lot and you learn a lot of different ways about going about things at the cw wrestling academy yeah it does sound like a pretty good place to learn if you're in the new jersey areas in new jersey it's in yeah definitely it's in uh blackwood new jersey yeah. um you can get information on uh, czwrestling.com but again, man, um, it's a really good place to learn. This may be the Kevin Smith fan in me, but isn't there stuff in 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 those light tubes that gives you cancer? <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I always heard. That's another reason why I try to stay as far away from him as possible. I like saw you. Death, huh? I saw you break one of those things over the guy's head, and you turned around real quick. <laughs> just oh like, hell yeah, man! Head. I don't want none of that light tube dust in my system at all, man. I'm not trying to catch cancer, but. <laughs> Again, man, like, uh, that Cage of Death match, man, that's just one of those things where, you know, like, you win, you, 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 it's crazy, but you do it for the, for the enjoyment of the people that's watching, man, and, uh, and, you know, but as far as, um, light tubes, you won't see me around light tubes often, <laughs> so, anybody, anybody that, that's, uh, interested in watching me do death matches, check out Cage of Death, because, uh, I don't think you'll see me doing death matches that often. <laughs> Definitely worth a watch, man. It, it, even if it's just for like the sake of okay, I gotta see how crazy this is. I gotta, I gotta see this guy. In fact, I think that was part of it. Was I was on YouTube just kind of looking up some of your work, and it's just like Black G's takes a, 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 a weed whacker to uh, <laughs> you know, like like uh, okay, and then they stop it. It's like okay, now I gotta find this. Right. <laughs> you know, right. I have to see this. Did he really like hit him with this weed whacker. <laughs> you know. And another thing about deathmatch guys, man, a lot of them, like, believe it or not, man, a lot of them, 
they can they can do things other than death matches. It's just that death matches is what they're really into. Death right. matches is a specialty. Like they've been doing it so long that that's what um, promoters and the fans want to see them do. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll give you another example. Like there's a lot of guys that specialize in high flying, and people think that that's all that they can do, but they can do more than that. Like take like a a rich swan. You know what I mean? Like he's known for his high flying, but swan is somebody that can do more than just high flying. You know what I'm saying? He has a good personality. He can cut promos. So it's just one of those things, man. People are used to guys doing one thing, but they can do other things, you know? So that's just what it is. I, I remember hearing an interview with Balls Mahoney once, and Balls said, you know, what people didn't get about ECW was, yes, it was violent, but we could all wrestle an actual match where we wouldn't need to use chairs or tables or anything like that. And I, I kind of went into CZW like, okay, but everything I've ever heard about this company is it's all light tubes and, uh, you know, s- shit like that. And, and like, I, and I, I, I knew that you were a good worker because I do remember seeing you on TNA and I remember seeing you. I mean, they're not going to, WWE is not going to call you even just for extra work if you don't know what you're doing. You right. know, so it's like, okay, I know this guy knows what he's doing, but let me, you know, I, I don't know about the rest of this. And then I watched the match and it was like, okay, this almost reminds me a little of ECW in a fact of all four of these guys can work. This this isn't right. just guys hitting each other with, with you know, light tubes and, and uh, you know, barbed wire baseball bats and, uh, you know, staple guns. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and going into the match, man, like a lot of... A lot of people online they was uh they was they seemed a little upset that uh that Drew Gulak and Biff Busick was in that match because they're known for technical wrestling, and you know anybody watching the match you can see that those two in particular they showed that they showed a different element of their characters you know like I said like CZW guys are real versatile like all of us can do a little bit of this a little bit of that like um we 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 can cover any type of style that 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 you that you want to see. And uh, that's what it's all about versatility, and um, versatility, and uh, and uh, entertaining the fans, no matter what it takes. Right, so I know you 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 mentioned the uh, CZW show coming up this weekend. Uh, what else mm-hmm. do you have on your schedule? Um, this Saturday in wrestling, Sozio at CZW, CZW World Title. Uh, week after that, I believe Sunday, January eighteenth, I'm going to be wrestling out in California for a company called. Alpha Omega Wrestling. Um, and then you know, I've been in talks with some other places, so you never know where I might pop up. Right now, 2015 is looking like a good year for me, so I'm looking forward to, to the, positive, the positive situations that 2015 is going to bring Black G. So everybody that's um, showing their support, I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? You can follow me on, on Twitter at G's215. My YouTube is G's215. You know what I'm saying? I'm always uploading different matches, different promos, different things, so that you can see what Black G's is all about. All right, man. Cool. I hope we get you here in Buffalo at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hopefully so, man. Um, it, isn't uh, 2CW is out in the Buffalo area, right? 2CW's all over uh, western central New York. So We don't, we don't get them too much over here. They're usually uh, out closer to, like, Syracuse. But uh, they do shows here every once in a blue moon. Okay, yeah, two CW. That's definitely a place I got my eyes on, man. I, I um, like I see the results of some of the shows, and a lot of the guys, a lot of the guys that I know, they on a lot of those shows, man. So like, um, that's definitely a place that I, that I like to, um, showcase my talents on. 
definitely like to get out and see you. So if if you did get on a C uh, a two CW show, I I'd make the trip. <laughs> ooh, ooh, glad to hear it, man. Yeah. All right, anybody with anything else to add here on our panel? I will say you have totally changed my opinion of CCW and I will probably check out that show either from the Cage of Death or this next one coming up next week and just Ooh. yeah you've actually really changed my opinion of like Joe said normally all you hear is light tubes people almost legitimately dying and it's good to know there's a lot more to it too than that and it is worth checking out. I think the first time we ever even mentioned them on the on the blog part of our website here was like somebody got seriously injured doing a light tube spot in somebody's backyard or something like that. <laughs> it's like it's like wait a minute. And Cassidy's like, "Well, I got you black G's for the show. He just won the CZW championship." Like CZW. <laughs> but like I said, I checked out the show. I enjoyed it. I, I uh, definitely look forward to seeing some more of it. That's cool, man. I mean, you know, that's all I ask, you know. Um, like, just go into it with an open mind, you know what I'm saying? If you go into it with an open mind, you check it out. If you check it out and, and, and it's for you, cool. If you check it out and you say, well, you know, I gave it a try and it's not for me, that's cool, too. You know what I'm saying? Just as long as you have an open mind, give it give it a watch, and then that's all we can ask of you, you know? Absolutely. You're definitely a great advocate for the product. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Like, you know, when I'm in character... I gotta, you know, be a certain way or whatever, whatever. But like, honestly, man, it's pro wrestling, man. So all of us in pro wrestling, whether it's the indies or the major companies, like we appreciate the fans paying their money to watch what we do, showing support. You know what I'm saying? Um, whether you love us or hate us, we do appreciate y'all checking us out, and we appreciate y'all opinions, no matter whether it's positive or negative. As long as you still, as long as you supporting, that's all we can ask, you know. And we appreciate it. All right, cool, man. Hey, you mentioned uh, New Japan earlier. Did you get to check, check out the show this morning? Nah, I didn't check it out. I, I didn't get a chance to see it, man, but I was seeing the results and seeing people talk about it. it it's New Japan, man. Like, <laughs> you know New Japan is always going to be great. So, like, New Japan is, like, the top company in Japan. Like, it's actually the number two company in pro wrestling behind WWE, like, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and, like, with the talent that was on that pay-per-view, man, how can they go wrong? They exactly. Can't, so. <laughs> You and me both missed it, man. <laughs> the other guys on the panel were watching it, but I missed it. <laughs> All right, man, cool. Uh, so check out Black G's if he comes to your local indie. Check him out at CZW this coming Saturday. Anytime, uh, anytime, any place this guy comes to your town, he's a good worker, man. Check him out. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you having me on the show, man. Looking forward to do it again sometime in the future. Absolutely. Next time I'll be better prepared, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all good, man. We got through it, man. You we know did. What I'm all, it, all it is is a conversation, you know? That, that's all it is. And, exactly. Uh, again, man, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem, man. Thanks for coming on. All right. And good luck making it onto TV, and I hope you do get there. Absolutely. Yes. Thanks, Me man. too. Uh, thanks, man. I, I, think it, I, I honestly think it's going to happen sometime this year. Awesome, man. Good luck. Yeah, there's a lot thanks. of choice these days. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of chances as well. As, like you said, Lucha Underground there and everything. Just... Good luck and get out there. Cool, man. Thanks a lot, man. You you all have a good one. Be safe, man. You too. Take care, man. All right. All right. Black G's the CZW World Champion here on Board Wrestling Fan. Now, G, what'd you think? What'd you think? Is that what, what was your opinion of CZW coming into this interview? Uh, well, I, I've seen a few matches here and there. 
Um, I was content to just sit back and listen. <laughs> I am exhausted and mentally not completely checked in. Oh, I'm but, sure. Uh, <laughs> the car conversation was good. I had no problem listening to it at all. Um, I I didn't really have a total bias. I mean, I was familiar with the the stereotypes of the death matches and so forth. But um, like like a lot of other promotions, I've always heard and read people that would talk about it from a different point of view. I mean, one of the reasons that I really started to get into New Japan over the last couple of years is another example of that, where it was like, just the stereotype, well, you can't watch this because it's not in you know in English and things like that, and you don't know the able to follow the story and everything like that. And then after giving you know shows like that a shot, you just start to say, well, you know, maybe maybe it's a matter of just going in there with a, a clean slate. You know the tabula rasa type of approach to watching anything, and uh, I, I like you said, I felt he was a really good advocate for kind of showing a more well-rounded side of what the promotion is. And sure, they do include death matches, but there's a lot more there. So uh, I guess that would summate my my take on it. Um, where I'm looking at the product now, a little bit more even open-minded, and I'm sure I'll, I'll see some more. Because like all I think I last thing I can recall seeing was that Ambrose match where he cut the dude open with the power saw, and obviously that's um, he was the one that took the power saw was Ambrose, I think. Yeah, I just don't remember the guy's name who gave it to him, so that's why I, I said he. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, like I said. I kind of went into this like you know Cassidy like oh I got the CCW champion on like really the CCW champion you know. <laughs> And like I said, I kind of watched his his stuff a little bit. It's like, oh, okay, this guy, he's not bad. <laughs> Caught that cage of death where he won the title. It's like, okay, this is this is violent, but these guys can work, <laughs> so I'm okay. <laughs> you know, I, I think a lot of it also is coming back to uh, something that I know we've all been a little bit critical, myself more cynical than anything lately. Is that, and, and it, you touched upon it in the interview, and he he mentioned it when everybody looks the same. It's like everybody and sounds the same. They are the same, and we've had we get like these nine hours of WWE, um, with the exception of NXT every week. Right. And it's just next time your eyes on, like well, why not just go watch some CCW instead? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I was I was singing the praises of this week, but I mean, probably I, I won't be next week. And you're probably, I, I want to think I'm wrong. I just no. Yeah, I, I would think you're right though with the authority back. So it's going to be the same bullshit we dealt with for all of 2014. A 20-minute well, opening promo where Triple H says the same thing 20 times. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, that, that that was one of the things that made the show a little bit better this week. Is it? It there seemed to be more liberty with the talking points and the character development I mean yeah you know going on the internet and people ha ha Cesaro and the f- four rings and it's like <laughs> okay one little flub he uh, flubbed but he, re- he realized it he's like there's four sides he's like he, you can tell he's realized his mistake and he's just like but there's four sides and then just keeps on going and it was precisely that which was made it more organic though I mean it was the fact that yeah okay he screwed up a little bit and he fixed it and you're, you're gonna get your you know detractors and everything because they're, they're always there scripted promos just sound yeah. bad I think if I was Cesaro and somebody yells there's three I'd be like technically there's twelve <laughs> <laughs> they're all separate <laughs> uh, 
what it really that that's that's really what what I think we need more of is not flubs but yeah characters man yes I don't, it, I like, it's not across how emotional he was that he made a mess up like that he was just being too emotional to really care what he said mm-hmm. and, and given like things we've seen over the week with Cesaro where he came out and he said cut my theme music because it's terrible at that at that indie <laughs> show you know <laughs> Uh, you know, like, like, okay, cool. They're they're doing something with Cesaro, and it, I I personally like the Cesaro promo far better than I like the Ryback promo. I got the Ryback promo. I understood. You know, my wife liked it. She said, "Oh, you know, they're they're, you know, I I, you know, even though it's Ryback, I kind of like that." Like, yeah, that was pretty good. Like, okay, yeah, but at the same time, I'm just sitting here like, dude, okay, I get I I get what they're doing, but. Jesus is a waste of time, <laughs> you know. For me, I, you know, I, I, but I think that's a bias from from me towards Ryback because every time I see the guy after I saw heard the CM Punk interview, it's like, hey, steroid guy, <laughs> you know, dumb as fuck. Feed me more roids, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that was more of a bias from me towards Ryback in general than, you know, okay, well, you know. Hey, they're trying to really build this guy and make us care about him. (laughs) But, you know, everybody's got their opinions, I guess. (laughs) Uh, What do you say? I was going to say, Maven fan has done her own research, and I can confirm Maven is in CZW. (laughs) Not the Maven, but a Maven. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, what do you guys say we get into a break song? Yeah, it's fine by me. I've been like going through my bookmarks all week, and I have a folder that says break songs, and and I just keep forgetting about it whenever it's my turn, and it, apparently it's my turn. So uh, I'm gonna go with a local band this week. You guys might have heard of them. They're called Green Jello. <laughs> yeah, they're from my hometown. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, I had uh, one of their albums. Yeah. I don't remember what the hell it was called. Way back in the day, man. They've yeah. been around for a while. They're they're from Niagara Falls, New York, as a matter of fact. In fact, George opened for them, but we ended up leaving before they came on uh, sometime last year just because everything was so late going on. I promised my wife I'd be home by midnight. <laughs> the green jello went on at like 2 in the morning. <laughs> anyway, uh, this song's called Anarchy in Bedrock. And it's about three and a half minutes, just so you guys know when to be back. <laughs> and here it is, Board Wrestling Fan. in Bedrock, Twitch, Twitch.
Green Jello. Anarchy and Bedrock, Board Wrestling Fan Radio. Still eating my food. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up, man. I missed lunch. <laughs> got in here at like five minutes to two. All right, got to do a show. <laughs> anyway, where are we? Back to the notes. <laughs> yeah, there's no chic tweets. I know. There's no JT. <laughs> JT's still on vacation this week. Yeah, so am I. The hell with him. <laughs> JT went to Japan to watch Wrestle Kingdom live. Yep. He won't admit it, but we know. <laughs> when he comes back next week, we're going to be like, that was the show! <laughs> He's going to be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? He's <laughs> bowling again this week? I think so. <laughs> he hasn't texted me this week, though. <laughs> bowling. I know that's what he was doing last week, and I think that's what he was doing again this week, but I I, I don't quite remember. <laughs> it's like, okay, dude, you need the week off. Cool. No problem. We got a guest anyway. <laughs> well, then, I guess we'll jump right into news. Kudos to AngryMarks.com, DailyWrestlingNews.com, CheapHeat.com, of course, our boys at Booker T's, Booker T-E-E-S, and at Booker T's on Twitter. Go buy their shirts so those guys can have some money. Especially Adrian, man. You've heard he's not working right now. <laughs> he was filling in for JT last week. Of course, uh, Alice at RWR, who's been helpful to us in getting some of these guests. Of course, Cassidy got us uh, Black G's today and uh, has some cool stuff on the horizon for us, which is going to be awesome. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Rand McNally. In fact, in Rand McNally, people wear hats on their feet and hamburgers eat people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get that reference. <laughs> All right, well, uh, it's likely that Heath Slater is taking some time off to deal with his legal problems due to a warrant being issued over an alleged assault he committed the weekend of WrestleMania 27. Which, that was the Royal Rumble I was watching last night. It was the one before WrestleMania 27. I watched it just because I wanted to see Ricardo Rodriguez come out in that beater. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was great. And then him and Santino. And then Santino and Mick had the sock fight. Uh, anyway. Mark Henry confirms he's injured again. Thank you, WWE fans, for all the respect. Yes, I'm still hurt. I see the things people are saying. I will respond when the time is right. So he's going to enter the Royal Rumble, is what you're saying? Or? I could be. <laughs> you know. You know how that is. Somebody's hurt. That's when they're coming back. By the way... He's at a, a crossroads. <laughs> I was going to say, by the way, let's talk about Daniel Bryan for a second here, <laughs> since we're talking about this. Uh, did anybody actually think he was retiring? I just never believe them when they tease a retirement. When they outright say it's a retirement, then I'll get emotional. But I, I will admit, I got a bit emotional when he started crying, and I, I almost fell for it, but at the back of your mind, you know, it's just a work. There was part of me that's like, okay, well, we know he's, like, hurt, and he, they don't know, like, all this is true, what he's saying, but at the same time, it's kind of like, would they really have him come out and announce his retirement 
when they have Edge on, and they were talking about Edge's retirement and showed his yeah. retirement speech, and also that Christian retired, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a few minutes. <laughs> like that was really well put together. They would have Edge there as well, who would have re- who retired for similar reasons and things. Yeah, I I just didn't think they would do it on an episode where they already had Edge, and we're talking about you know showed his retirement speech and all that stuff, and also kind of passingly uh, uh, you know mentioned that Christian is re- also retired Christian deserves more than that yeah uh, I don't know I yeah. I was never a big Christian fan I totally blue dotted him with that one <laughs> <laughs> my wife was I, talking about Rey Mysterio last night right she says Rey Mysterio you know I like Rey Mysterio you know Rey Mysterio is really good I'm like I like Rey Mysterio but he's got that Christian thing going for him. She says, "What do you mean? Like, yeah, because she knows I don't. I'm not a big fan of Christian." She says, "She says, well, what do, what do you mean? I like Rey Mysterio. I think he's a good wrestler. I say, hey, I think I think Rey Mysterio is great. Don't get me wrong. But the only reason he won a world title is because his best friend couldn't win it. <laughs> you know, like like you know, Rey won because Eddie died, and Christian won because Edge had to retire. I don't know. Maybe Rey Mysterio won the world title on his own merit. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't <laughs> oh shit! I just realized we'll never have that one more match. I guess not. <laughs> Another thing as well, though, is that with Christian retiring due to concussions, that being why Corey Graves has gone. How fucked is Dolph Ziggler? Uh, he seems to get a concussion every few months. He's been okay though. He he lost he. Had that concussion that cost him a world title, and I don't. I, I think he's had like one more since then, and it was like right after. But he, he hasn't has had one in a while. He's, he's just a guy who seems to get them a lot. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to keep an eye out and see what happens. Stay safe. We need you, Ziggler. It's hard to say with concussions. There's um, always new research being done and new new things coming out, and one one that stands out, at least in the hockey world. Because, you know, me and uh, Joe follow it, and I, I would imagine Joe's probably coming across this at some point. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of evidence that suggests that guys who are taking various bumps, not necessarily just to the head, but to, like, the chest and to the, you know, all these other parts of their body, when they hit anything, your brain is just floating water, right? And it's bouncing off inside of your skull and doing its fucking thing inside of you. That there's so many that go undiagnosed, especially for guys who get them on a semi-regular basis. That the intense ones really stand out to them, and the minor ones will just remain kind of under the radar because the the amount of sensitivity to them is is lessened from the more intense ones, if that makes any sense. I think I'm, articul- I think I'm articulating this correctly. Yeah, it, it does make sense, and that is Absolutely. one thing about Ziggler as well as his concussions don't keep him out for very long. He normally gets right back into things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's guys that are doing these moves on such a repetitive basis. There's certain ones that are going to add a lot more of, you know, an impact to their to their brain. It's just you have to wonder the, the way he bumps and the way he sells. I mean, how different is it from the way Benoit would drop the headbutt off the top rope like every day, five days a week? Probably, you know, he's going to do that spot. And that's just one of many spots, and let alone doing like the five Germans. 
like you might not be taking you know the impact on the mat, but every single time you drop a guy on your back, that that ba-doing, 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 there goes your brain off the inside of your skull every yeah. single time. I don't know. I I think it's 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 a good thing to be concerned about. I think all athletes really should be. I mean, obviously, you know, you could look at almost any sport where you are going down on the ground in any capacity, whether it's rugby, football, hockey, soccer, footy for you, for you, uh, the rest of the world, non-Americans. Um, I mean, every time you slide down on the ground to like try to steal the ball away in that sport, you're potentially suffering a concussion. Fucked up, man. You people in rugby don't even wear helmets. It's a sport I'm surprised there isn't more death and concussion from. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, like well, you pusses with your American football. <laughs> well, we're on the subject of, of hockey, as G brought up. Uh, if if anybody listening is a hockey fan, the all-new BoardHockeyFan.com is up and running. And, uh, and, and hopefully you guys like it, like you like the new uh, board wrestling fan. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of injuries, uh, we just talked about Mark Henry, didn't we? <laughs> we did. Randy Orton will be out for a few weeks following surgery for a deviated septum. How's that? <laughs> That's kind of an injury. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, <laughs> close enough. Close enough. <sighs> Maybe that'll get the voices out. Let me fix the deviated septum. I don't fucking know. Voices. Voices. He hears he voices. voices in his head. <laughs> They counsel him. He understands. <laughs> they understand. Somebody fucking understands. I don't know. <laughs> We're just trying to kill time. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, man, I need like a superhero to come in and save this show. Hey, for those concerned that Adrian Neville's character on the main roster is being like Mighty Mouse, some clarification is required. Although they want him to have that small but strong trait, they are viewing it more in Crash Holly terms, not as in actually dressing him up like a cartoon character. That's right. Sure. He's going to come out with a scale. <laughs> He's a super heavyweight. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine if they give him the Crash Holly music? It's like, hey, that's that music I hear during commercials. On, I used to hear during commercials on Impact. <laughs> Spike TV was use, is still using that shit. You know, I, I watched. Don't know. I, you know, I haven't watched Spike TV in, in weeks. In lieu of SmackDown, I watched the uh, Best of Impact Top Ten. <laughs> it's like, wait, I've seen all of this, which is weird because I don't watch this show. <laughs> Number one was it happens. Like, yeah, I, I I watched that episode. I wanted to see that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that surprised it was, but there's better than that. I'm sure. I'm watching that empty arena match with Kurt Angle and Sting, and it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> I remember this. And it's just so ridiculous to he- actually hear them with no crowd. <laughs> Not that that's any different than a usual TNA episode, it's just more <laughs> pronounced. Uh, <laughs> huh. but Angle's like bashing them with forearms, it's like, uh, 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 uh. Like, if I wasn't watching this and, and I was just had my back turned, uh, I what, what, what would I think I'm watching? <laughs> you know? Uh, pro wrestling wasn't gay enough. Speaking well, of, we did have the ascension. Not oh God, the, the ascension! Hey, speaking of uh, sp- speaking of uh, bad sounds in wrestling.
He's not trying to talk. Second of all, cut my music because it's not good at all. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's Cesaro talking about his entrance music, saying it's not good at all. It is. It's it's not. No it's, music is. It's just generic noise these days. It was better when he had the air raid sirens instead of the generic like ambulance siren. Which, by the way, is anybody actually looking forward to this ambulance match tomorrow night? <laughs> I'm still waiting for this straight up match. I don't know. No I, gimmicks. No nothing. I like Ambrose and I I, I like uh, uh, Bray Wyatt and I I think they put on a heck of a match anytime they wrestle. But I fucking hate ambulance matches. The only thing worse I'm is a stretcher match. Bored of this match. Only thing worse is a stretcher match. <laughs> oh, they're, they're building up to a stretcher ambulance match. Oh boy. Seamus noted on Twitter that he's heading back to the U.S. this weekend. He's been at home in Ireland for the holidays while recovering from surgery he had towards the end of November. Uh, it's being speculated that he'll return as a heel to set up a WrestleMania 31 feud, which is probably a. Brian rematch. Whoever throws Brian out of the Rumble is going to be a major heel so they can just give it to Sheamus. Yeah. No one cares. Fella.com <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in fact, that was the Royal Rumble we were watching last night and my wife's like, I don't remember who, who wins, do you? And I'm like, no, I don't. I can't think of who it was. And I, I'm trying to think of the WrestleMania card from that year. And I'm like, well, I know Punk wrestled Jericho and I know Jericho never won the Royal Rumble, so who the fuck wrestled the World Heavyweight Champion? And then it finally dawned on me, like, five minutes later, like, oh, shit, that's where fucking Sheamus broke kicked Brian and won the title. <laughs> like, okay, I remember who won. <laughs> she said, well, don't tell me. Like, I won't. And then she fell asleep anyway. <laughs> <laughs> because Sheamus is that boring. <laughs> yeah, I think she did fall asleep right around his, right around his entrance. <laughs> oh, that was a great one. Another great thing I saw was... Um, a GTS comparison between Hideo and CM Punk and at the bottom this is how Roman Reigns does, makes people go to sleep and it's him with a microphone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I did see that one. Oh, uh, we got an update on that Billy Jack Haynes lawsuit you know that one that came like 20 years after he retired regarding the lawsuit what it's about <laughs> Regarding the lawsuit, it was about concussions, actually, so this would have been a good, that would have been a good one to have earlier when we were talking about concussions. Uh, regarding the lawsuit brought against WWE by former wrestler Billy Jack Haynes, uh, WWE filed a motion requesting ex an extension of time before they answered the lawsuit. The judge in the case gave, 30, uh, gave WWE 30 days to answer the lawsuit. Once WWE's response is filed, the courts in Portland, Oregon, will move forward with the case. You know, that one, like, Oh, I got a concussion 20 years ago. Like, when we didn't know anything about concussions. So I'm going to sue now. <laughs> what the fuck? After months of uncertainty, top WWE officials were informed about three weeks ago that Daniel Bryan would be able to return. The decision was then made to have him return at the Royal Rumble. Uh, with Bryan being in the Rumble match, there's been a lot of speculation already about whether or not his chances, uh, or this changes plans for Roman Reigns. Uh, apparently, this hasn't been considered within WWE yet. As of this week, Reigns is still scheduled to win the Rumble and then win the WWE World Heavyweight title at WrestleMania. Yay! I say, don't all cheer at once. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Let's watch CCW instead. And the Walking Dead season finale is going to be way better. 
Jerry Lawler wasn't mistaken on Raw when he referred to Christian as retired. Uh, that's now his official status due to the multiple concussions he suffered and not wanting to risk further injury. Uh, he's got about a year left on his current WWE contract. Good. Speaking of the King, the King is ho- has been hospitalized for a few days uh, with di- diver- uh, I can never pronounce this right. Diverticulitis? That's, yeah, that's, that's what Brock Lesnar had, right? Yeah, he's got no intestines or something. Yeah, uh, we uh, wish he had. A, hope he has a speedy and full recovery. Uh, he was hospitalized at Methodist North Hospital in Memphis with a case of diver- uh, diverticulitis over the New Year's holiday. He was expected to be released this weekend. He's been taking heavy doses of antibiotics. It's undergoing tests at the hospital on Wednesday. Ah, Z-Packs. Yes. Oh, man, I saw freaking Dr. Chris Amon come out at the Royal Rumble that I was watching. One of the Royal Rumbles I was watching last night. It's like, oh, it, it was for Zack Ryder. And I'm like, oh, better get Zack a Z-Pack. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Z-Packs is what he caught his fans. <laughs> he got tombstoned by Kane. It was during that terrible storyline with John Cena. To think they almost had another star on their hands, and then they buried him. Yep. Almost literally. <laughs> Can't get over on your own. But you have to. But we won't let you. Yeah the 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 current pro- the current roster doesn't you know they. They can't step it up and, and get themselves over, but this guy steps up and gets himself over, and then all of a sudden it's, uh, he's the laughing stock of the company. He's the new JTG man. It's like, it's like I'm waiting for the uh, employed writer uh, Twitter to start up. Well, you know, the quote of the year from Zack Ryder, of course, was, "I won." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. What can you do? You know, those goddamn millennials just want to grab the, you know, the brass cock ring right off of uh, Vinny, Vinny Mac. Uh, he's gonna, he's gonna grab it. <laughs> uh, com. New video segments every week. <laughs> WWE suspended the Legends contract if Kevin Nash really has an outstanding domestic case for the incident involving his son last week. Uh, Nash was suspended due to the company policy of suspending any talent for or front office employee that gets domestic violence charges. Uh, if the case is dismissed in court, Nash will be reinstated by WWE. Uh, he still has a few le- years left on the contract as he signed a five-year Legends deal in 2011. Uh, Nash has been confirmed to be pulled from the Raw reunion special on January 19th from Dallas. He was scheduled to do an NWO reunion angle with Scott Hall and Hulk Hogan. So disappointed. That role is going to suck now. I can that's, hear it. That's the go-home show, actually. This is probably for the best. Like, you want to care about the Royal Rumble? Hey, let's bring out these old guys. Yeah. Remember them? Are they wrestling on the pay-per-view this Sunday? No. Uh, are they the doing anything that makes me actually care about the pay-per-view? No. Why the fuck are they there? Why the fuck are they there? Yeah, good, good, good point. You know... I know it's three hours and they can fill up with a lot of crap, but... Uh... Hey, I have an idea. Let's fill it with wrestling. No. This is where they throw me out the window, right? And they, the little webcomic thing that goes around <laughs> the internet. <laughs> I'll let, let, let the you know, NWO have like some little network bit where they can have their reunion as a show because, you know, subscribers matter. That's right? what they did with the last NWO reunion was they put it on the network. It was Hulk Hogan's birthday party. They had That's Brock Lesnar make sense. They had Brock Lesnar come out, and then after they had the nine ninety nine cake, and the announcers making fun of it, like we're already on the fucking network. 
Anybody yeah. that's watching this is watching it on the network. They don't had need to promote the cakes. <laughs> <laughs> and that was where Brock called Hulk Hogan an old man and he called him Grandpa. Him. Yeah, <laughs> Grandpa. Uh, oh boy, Hogan is one crazy old man. Like when when he sued uh, WCW, he sued Vince Russo for calling him bald, and then they were like, uh, "Mr. Balea, take your hat off." <laughs> like, okay, case dismissed. <laughs> That's a true story, oh, by the way. I remember that, yeah, because he was supposed to come back, but then and he gave Vince permission to shoot on him, but he said too much and called him bald. He called so him he, bald. He never came back. He sued, and the, the, the judge is like, Mr. Bolea, take your bandana off. <laughs> he did, they're like, okay, case dismissed. Like, this is not a... This, I, you can't make this shit up. This is true. Oh. Of all the things to sue Vince Russo for as well. I I like Hulk Hogan. I am a lifelong Hulkamaniac. But Jesus Christ, man, you're bald. <laughs> Get over it. Oh, great. Now he's going to sue me. <laughs> well, you know something, brother. I'm going for the Homer Simpson look. Brother to Jack. <laughs> look, Hulkster, if it makes you feel any better, dude, I'm 33 and I'm going bald too. <laughs> My hairline's receding in the front and the back. Eventually, it's going to meet up, and I'm going to look like George Costanza. Or Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Joe, take your bandana off. <laughs> <laughs> I am wearing a Hulk Hogan shirt right now. <laughs> there you go. Anyway. Brother. Uh, Dude. Jack. For what it's worth, WWE had plans for Naomi to eventually turn heel when they first began the current storyline with Naomi, Jimmy Uso, and The Miz. Uh, no word yet if that's still the plan. Yeah, that was an odd swerve. Miz off his A game because I thought that one that was a little strange. He's like, "Yeah, I cut the agent. Oh no, I can't focus on my match anymore because you got signed to a record deal." <laughs> yeah, that's I, a... that was kind of odd. <laughs> well, the reason it, he couldn't focus is logo. How to review? I think the idea was more of how the fuck did she get a record deal? I never called an agent, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what threw him off the match. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, wait, that's supposed to be like throwing him off enough where him and Sandow can't beat the Usos again. It was yeah, it was a stretch, man. I mean, it 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 was it followed the storyline that has been established. Yeah, you know, I'll give him that. Because it did. It didn't have any logical connection. It was rather logical. It's just the fact that it would, yeah, exactly that. It would actually mess with his head. Like, really? Like, like that bad. Like, okay, I could get, like, okay, wait a minute. How the fuck did that happen? You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, okay, I got this match. I, I That's, you know, not important to me right now. <laughs> like, I'm the world tag, I'm one half of the world tag team champions, and I have a tag team title match. Let me think about this person that's married to my opponent getting a record deal without me. Yeah. Or, or whatever the deal is. I talked to your agent. And, like, you talked to my fucking agent? <laughs> I never called I my have agent. an agent? <laughs> yeah, right? Well, agent or Hollywood contact or whatever it was supposed to be. Yeah. Something like that. It's, yeah. I mean, it's been a forgettable storyline for the most part. It hasn't really done much. And at least they made it connect. So it wasn't like something that just got dropped. It's just... Hopefully that's the end of it. No, I'm not sure what we have going on with Ms. Dow. Um, 
I guess dissension we can expect. I, I'm guessing will be what they do moving forward. My assumption is if they did drop the Naomi storyline in uh, with that, uh, you know, whole, um, you know, they want the tag team titles back. I think it's going to be uh, because they changed course and they want to do something with Mizdow, uh, challenge, you know, bre- and, and the breakup with the two of them because obviously Mizdow is far more over than the Miz. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly that dissension among the ranks. I, I don't know if uh, they're going to like fast track it to the Rumble or not. I hope not. I'd rather see them take advantage of the group and the, the stunt double in the, in the Rumble match itself before we get to that part. I'm sure they will. I don't I know. So. Yeah, Missed down Mania. <laughs> we'll, they, we'll, they could maybe play it out that long. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. We'll see what happens. Uh, the reason the authority was brought back this week was to kickstart the Triple H versus Sting program for WrestleMania 31. Which I also read that it's uh, it, it, this was the plan all along. It had nothing to do with like slumping ratings or anything like that. I don't yeah, fucking know. Triple H equals ratings. Yeah. WWN Evolve DG USA star Uha Nation has agreed in principle to a WWE developmental contract. It's uh, it's also a uh, tag team partner of our buddy Moose. So uh, well, we'll see what happens with this guy. This has been rumored for months. Yeah, about them pursuing him. Um, and and you know, with uh, a bunch of the guys currently in NXT, we were reading and hearing about, you know, um. Devitt when he was still Devitt Steen when he was still Steen I mean, we were talking about that for almost half a year so this is yet another guy I'm sure there's probably truth and validity that he'll, he'll be on the, uh, the roster at some point which is fine by me because I'd rather watch NXT anyway so that's yeah. cool <laughs> exactly uh, the UK is getting screwed. Not only ha- have the f- free four WWE pay-per-views a year gone away, not only do they still not have the WWE Network, but now the price of the monthly pay-per-view events has been raised from £14.95 to £5 more, and one pound is almost $2 in the United States. So you're still paying less than us. The network, they're still paying less than us <laughs> for the pay-per-views. Yeah. Well... Not really, because we pay. Yeah, that's because we have to pay to have Sky to even get the pay per views in the first place. That we then have to pay extra for. Right. Overall, it's about if this is thirty pounds a month, that's close to seventy, which is over a hundred dollars. But that's not really any different than the the Canadian or the American markets. Be able to get pay per views on traditional cable, you have to pay for cable anyway. That's true. Yeah. It's it's essentially the same idea. I mean, you guys got to discount more power to you. Which, I don't know if thirty bucks is is you know still a fair price when they you know on their show will preach about their nine ninety nine and how we're stupid to not have the network and insulting us as fans for being dumb. Like you actually ordered a pay per view? You're an idiot. You could have got this for nine ninety nine. And then meanwhile, everyone in the UK is just glaring at the TV <laughs> like, on their illegal stream. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It's a G G work, man. It's good. It's good. Uh, I, why would you pay for the product anyway? Listen to this. Listen to this statistic. Only one third 
of all Raws in 2014 had a show-ending match with a decisive finish. The other two-third either had a schmoz finish, no winner, DQ, etc., or a talking segment to end the program. I love the webpage that actually came from this. Yeah, moronball. Moronball.com. It's better when you can't make it up. Yeah. Well, actually, that's not true. Sometimes I have a lot more fun making it up, but you know. <laughs> this one's so legit. Moronball.com, folks. Cheap plug. Just for having a really good URL. <laughs> According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, WWE has made a change to their contracts following CM Punk and Alberto Del Rio's contentious departures from the company and jumped to other organizations. The new stipulation reads that if the talent is fired for disciplinary reasons, they will forfeit all merchandise rights and will be unable to work for either pro wrestling or MMA for one year. While the clause is unlikely to hold up in court if challenged, successfully contesting that would take money and many talent don't make that kind of money, it would likely require to do so. Yay. Yeah, that's certainly, uh, I mean, CM Punk flat out said it, you can't stop somebody from working. You can't <laughs> have a no-compete no clause in a contract. Yeah, but Punk did have the money to fight that. Like they said, a lot of people are not going to be able to fight that, so let's just keep fucking them over. Get that fist in really high and long. That's yeah. how Del Rio got out of his. I, I don't remember Punk saying it, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if he did. But that that was exactly how they fought it in court um, for Del Rio to go to AAA, was you can't legally stop me from working. Yeah. And of course, he has millions of dollars, so you can afford a lawyer. But that I think that's really the the little sort of glaring point of this news story if nothing else like lots of companies have no compete clauses not just sports entertainment like the business world there's plenty of examples of that um it's this this idea of cash and looking at the way guys are being paid lately i mean it's we've seen numerous reports of massive reductions of funding um we had that uh who was it tyler x that that we talked about a couple weeks back we'll be talking to him soon by the way Oh, okay, cool. I mean, and he, he was coming out of the old model, and he was talking about how little he was actually making in comparison to what the guys are making now. And it was just like, fuck, of course he's got, these guys can't fight that. Yeah. It's, it's just another shackle. It's really what it is. Uh, it's, it's unfortunate as it is, but the, the counterpoint, of course, is there really are plenty of examples of other companies with no compete clauses. have nothing to do with sports whatsoever. Sometimes it's just conflict of interest. You know, you're privy to information um, about future plans for products and advertising campaigns and launch dates, things that are being worked on. So you get that, you, you know, you work for Apple, you can't go to Microsoft for like a year. So just to make sure that information isn't being leaked and stuff like that. And I do, I mean, I understand it. I guess it's just because it's this company. But 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 you you hit the nail on the head. You you get a no compete clause from Microsoft. You can't go to Apple because you know things. Mm-hmm. If you're a talent working, you know you're not working in the office. You're working in the ring. You know you're if you're going to you know now you and that's all you do is you're a pro wrestler, but you can't wrestle for a year because this guy says no, you can't wrestle for a year because I say so. Damn it. You know what I mean? That's that's different than you know you have proprietary information that you you could share with the other company. You know, like I I I, I get the comparison, but at the same time I I'm you know I don't think it's accurate. Maybe I'm wrong. 
No, I don't know. I, I just I don't see it as a total black and white thing um, with most companies, but in, in this particular case, it's just it it's unfortunate. It's really what it is. It's like I said, it's another shackle, man. It's yeah. Uh, speaking of contracts, the Young Bucks won't be joining Lucha Underground. They say, if you're a company and you offer us a contract, make sure it isn't insulting before you send it to us. We know what we're worth. Super kick party, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Cold Cabana was going to donate uh, to charity every time they super kicked somebody at, at Wrestle <laughs> Kingdom 9. That's how you lose a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lucha Underground apparently also trying to acquire Jim Ross. And I also hear the Young Bucks turn down a contract from WCW. <laughs> They're turning down everybody. <laughs> they turned down WWE. Didn't we didn't report that on, on that a couple of weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, that was last week. Yeah. Yeah. They're turning down everybody. TNA has quietly moved Rampage Jackson to the alumni section of their website. Uh, it was an inevitability because uh, since there's no longer a relationship between TNA and Spike, he wouldn't be crossing over to appear on Impact even if he was still in Bellator. Abyss has renewed his TNA contract. John Gabrick broke the news on Twitter. Kurt Angle has signed a new contract to remain on the TNA roster, uh, which... I think we uh, didn't we have this story like two months ago. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's news again. It says he signed his deal as far as two weeks ago. His new contract is being his, described as his final run. He's done with wrestling when this one expires. Uh, he's re-signed with TNA. Obviously, will not be making a return to WWE. They apparently didn't want him back as a wrestler. There's still a feeling within WWE that once he's finally done and retired from wrestling in the ring, uh, he will likely be hired for a coaching job at NXT. Yeah, but that guy's insane, and he will probably work the Indies until he dies. <coughs> yeah, probably. And I, did, I remember that being something Vince McMahon said, that he doesn't want him back because he doesn't want someone to die in the ring. Which, you know, I, I always tell the story. I went to WrestleMania 19 thinking it was going to be Kurt Angle's last match. We thought he was going to die in the fucking ring. And then Austin ended up retiring. <laughs> Angle was back two weeks later. <laughs> Uh, Jesse Godders, Ken Anderson, and EC3 all renewed their contracts over the week. No, no, yes. <laughs> Next year's TNA Lockdown will be a live event aired on Destination America. Uh, it says, uh, it looks like the six-sided ring will stay for Destination America, but pay-per-view events are probably going away. So... You know that's that's a that's a loss of a revenue stream for TNA. I don't know how much revenue. Probably about not five dollars. I'd say probably not a lot. I don't think a lot of people were ordering their pay per views, but you know, at the same time, it's probably a money saving thing because that's less pyro, less you know lighting, less you know arenas they have to book. Uh, there have been rumors. Uh, well. One before that, The Miz supports Riff Raff's plan to get into wrestling, even though he says there's no way in hell that Raff could ever beat him. Who's Riff? Yeah, Kevin Federline. Oh, okay. <laughs> there have been rumors within WWE that the company is close to granting Rey Mysterio his release. The rumor goes that Rey could be free from WWE before WrestleMania 31, but that hasn't been confirmed. 
Jeff Jarrett is reportedly in talks with Mexico's AAA promotion to bring them to traditional pay-per-view, co-branded by Global Force Wrestling, according to PW Insider. The deal would be very similar to what Jarrett and GFW have done with this weekend's New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom 9 event. To clarify some rumors going around, UFC is not in talks with former WWE champion Alberto Del Rio. Bellator is believed to have made a significant offer to Del Rio, but UFC is not interested. Well, you can usually argue that the way WWE books Cesaro is what keeps holding him back. It was noted that he did himself no favors with the shoot promo on Monday's Raw. Promo was seen as a real disappointment backstage and obviously didn't come off as officials expected. He's still over with... Go ahead. Because he's Swiss? He's still over with Edge. Nothing new here. Still over with Edge, though, who wore a Cesaro t-shirt on SmackDown, and Mick Foley, who praised him and Tyson Kidd as a tag team. Future champions. Yeah, he's Calgarian, so, you know. You get in the heat of the moment like that, man, and it's like, you know, I I can understand the, the four ropes. I'm one with the four ropes. <laughs> Anytime he steps into those four ropes, <laughs> I'm captivated. Whenever I see officials, I just substitute that word with Vince McMahon. Yeah. Because well, everyone Vince else McMahon is a glad-handed yes, man. Uh, let's see. I know they've been teaming up for a few weeks, but tonight's SmackDown was the first time I've seen Tyson Kidd and Cesaro together as a tag team. I know this may seem like a premature evaluation, but based solely on this one match, I'm going to boldly predict that Kidd and Cesaro will be WWE Tag Team of the Year for 2015. Remember, I'm the guy who boldly predicted the waves of Sandow Mania were going to one day crash down upon our shores, and so they have. Don't even try pointing to that double loss on WWE Monday Night Raw either, because the legend of Sandow Mania is going to outlive us all, daddy. Sure, they were probably just thrown together by creative, but sometimes that's how great teams are formed. Just ask Billy Gunn and the Road Dog, who were put together on a whim for the sake of a house show run in 1997 and became one of the most entertaining and successful units in pro wrestling history. Given the chance and some time to gel, I see big things and great matches in this team's future. Holler if you hear me. When the fuck did Mick Foley become fucking Scott Steiner? <laughs> <laughs> Holler if you hear me. Next thing you know, he's going to have a siren in his themes. They're going to have Cyber to McFoley's theme music now. <laughs> ah, Steiner. The only guy that ever made a siren work as an entrance. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Intercontinental Champion Dolph Ziggler's stock is back on the rise with WWE officials. Ziggler being protected against Rusev on Raw was a clear sign of this as a few months ago he would have lost clean. Okay. Okay. Silence. Dead air. (laughs) It's like super early. Here's some uh, notes. Kevin David is the narrator of the Monday Night War series. He also voiced Goliath from the cartoon Gargoyles and a shit ton of other things, apparently. This ought to be interesting. We got his IMDB here. Let's see. Uh, That's films. Trying to see what else he was a voice of. There's tons of things. Oh, yeah, I see this here. Uh, He was in the Aladdin. He was in the Fantastic Four TV series. Uh, Yeah, ton of stuff here. (laughs) Literally 235 credits. (laughs) 
He was Keith the Handyman on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Jeez, this is a long, long, long list of stuff he's done. <laughs> Batman and Robin, the video game, he was a voice in that. He was Mary's dad and it's something about Mary. <laughs> he was in the Spawn TV series. Man, this guy was in a lot of stuff. It's official. We just had to turn down a WCW contract, <laughs> says Nick Jackson of the Young Bucks. Oh, I know who this guy is now. He is amazing. Okay. Yeah, I just recognize, <laughs> recognize the name now. He's <laughs> been in two of my favorite games, that's all. <laughs> Uh, Which of the many? Uh, Mass Effect, and he was also in Saints Row 1. Okay. JBL tweeted, To all those hating, announcers were produced the same since Heenan. Those who say different are lying. <laughs> and of course, somebody posed the question, Who exactly was yelling into Vince's headset? Vince, he muted himself so he can shout at himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do know they have a mute button on those things. <laughs> and Michael Cole presses more. I know, right? I'm watching and the, JBL and the, everyone. That was the other. That was the other part of that Royal Rumble I was watching. That was the one where all the announcers got involved. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't bad because it took them off the table. You got Michael Cole like like announcers shouldn't be involved in the Royal Rumble. Like he's all surprised that Jerry Lawler's in the Royal Rumble, even though he's sitting next to him wearing his wrestling gear. <laughs> and then Booker T gets in, he's like, You too? And he's uh, Booker T gets up, he's not wearing any pants. It's like how do you not notice the guy next to you is not wearing any pants? <laughs> well, he's been sat around Vince McMahon a lot. <laughs> I guess. Uh yeah, I like to gear up for the Royal Rumble by watching old Royal Rumbles. <laughs> it's one of my favorite events of the year, or or as uh, Mr. Muller liked to call it, uh, punch, kick, struggle in the corner. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I enjoy the Royal Rumble. I'm thinking of taking the night off to watch the Royal Rumble. And the following Sunday, I'll watch the Super Bowl commercials. <laughs> the match itself is usually pretty good. Yeah. I don't care. You just what... have to forget about last year's. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's the next one I gotta watch. Is last year's. No, so you don't watch. have to watch it. I'm going to because I want to see Batista. I want to get. I want to see uh, Rey Mysterio get booed out of the building again. <laughs> you should watch some CZW instead. I think so. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Black uh, Black G's for being on the show today. So, really? uh, why does Big Show always carry an umbrella in Italy? What? <laughs> okay. Just curious. Well, why does Big Show always carry an umbrella in Italy? I have no idea. To protect himself from Roman Reigns. <laughs> oh. You're welcome. That was amazing. I won't take credit. It's Reddit. And it rhymed. Hey. <laughs> Oh, boy. And just for those of you uh, other fellow Redditors and wrestling fans and crossword puzzle enthusiasts, which I am a uh, little known fact. I like crosswords. I don't know why. There is a fellow who 
more often than not, for the last little while, has been posting wrestling trivia-themed crosswords. And you might say, well, that's kind of cool. I like crosswords and I like wrestling. Ah, but there's more. He's giving out people prizes who win them. Uh, someone's going to WrestleMania, bought the ticket. He's giving out Reddit gold, if that's a thing you care about. Um, I won one, actually. That was kind of cool. So I, I am amongst the elite in Reddit, which is rather funny and ironic because it's kind of stupid. But uh, hey, why not? I'm not even on Reddit, man, but I, I do dig wrestling trivia and crosswords, so you might have to link me to that. <laughs> yes, I, I can link you to uh, um, the page where all the crosswords are posted, and you can go back and do the, do them regardless. Like I've done it, I did a few of them where I didn't actually get on it in time to like submit uh, an attempt to win a prize. It's just doing it because the crosswords crosswords are awesome. I had no idea you were a cruciverbalist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been in, into them for about well over two, two decades. I think it's a family thing. My uh, my mom's a huge crossword enthusiast, so every when once I, in a while I'll I jump in and I'll start doing crosswords. I'll like grab the newspaper if I'm bored. I'll just grab the newspaper and just do a crossword in it to the point where I downloaded an app so I didn't even have to get up and grab the newspaper. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, there's there's always free newspapers lying around both of my jobs so it's a good little time killer and way to keep your brain active when you're bored is it's a good thing my wife just tagged me in a post says i'm so happy even though we pay too much for cable and it's a picture of nikki bella promoting total divas which apparently i think the season premiere is tonight <laughs> yeah season premiere is tonight of total divas yay luckily i'll be at work by that point I'll be downloading The Simpsons because The Simpsons are also back tonight. Oh yeah, that's right. And Gotham is back tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. I gotta, I gotta rewatch all those episodes. <laughs> Love that show. It's a great show. Yeah, I, I just said that. My wife just—if you can't hear her—stepped in the room and she's celebrating Total Divas being on. She says that's why we're paying too much for cables so she can watch Total Divas. There you go. <laughs> uh, we almost didn't get to do the show today. I I got up yesterday and I had no cable. What the fuck? Why is my cable out? I just literally fucking paid them. So I go and I call the cable company and they're like, oh yeah, no, you paid us for November. You still owe us for December. Like, Then why the fuck did the guy let me pay this much to get my cable turned back on if you're just going to cut me off two days later? They're like, oh, well, I don't know why he let you pay that much. You still owe us this much. Like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, like, why is nobody in your company know what the fuck they're talking about anymore? <laughs> Which I think that's true of any cable company. So, yeah. But anyway, uh, I think we'll call it a day. It's a day. It's a day. It's a new day. <laughs> It's a new day. You remember those Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase theme song? Anyway, Board Wrestling Fan Radio, thank you for listening. We are. At, I am at Think So Joe. Mark is at Mark underscore Noise. G is at G of the Internet. We are at That's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. You can check this podcast out every Sunday live, 2 p.m. Eastern, BWFRadio.com, or download it afterwards on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, 
uh, Cheap Heat, of course, BoardWrestlingFan.com. We'll see you next week. Blue Pants is back. Yay. Blue Pants. Blue Pants. She's going to join New Day. She's already got the right pants on. (laughs) (sighs) Good night, everybody.